0: Good morning. It is Monday the 1st of March. I'm Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today, as usual, to have a look at the week ahead with you all on a fine Monday morning. Now, we have a much quieter week ahead of us with the results season now done and dusted. The focus is likely to remain this week on the fear of inflation and interest rate rises after that dominated the market action last week. The big question we are discussing on the desk at the moment is whether it is a tradable pullback or the start of something bigger. It is looking like it's likely to be the former. And this morning, the Aussie 10-year bond yield has dropped back 22 basis points to 1.69%, following heavy falls in the US bond yields on Friday night, which supports that theory. Our market has responded in kind to that move this morning, and is currently up 98 points, or almost 1.5%. Materials are the only sector in the red down 0.37% with FMG the major drag down 5.5% as it goes X div and that dividend leaves its price. More on that in a minute though, tech is the next best performing sector up 3.3% and taking a big old sigh of relief as those years fall. Zip and Afterpay are up 6% apiece, as is our new growth portfolio holding Betmakers. Real estate is the next best sector, also up over 3%, sharing that big sigh of relief with tech, while consumer discretionaries and healthcare are both up a little over 2%. Now, one area that hasn't been spooked by the prospect of a little inflation and rising rates over the last few weeks is real estate. We're not talking about real estate investment trusts that are tradable on the stock market here. Talking about the physical housing market. Property values rose at their fastest pace in almost 17 years through February, thanks to a combination of that ultra cheap credit and low stock levels. Home values rose 2.1% across the country through the month as the number of homes listed dropped 26% despite a 35% rise in transaction numbers for the December to February period compared to last year. The increased competition is showing and we are once again starting to hear of enormous lines to get into open homes and houses being bid up way outside the advertised range. Just through the grapevine over the weekend, I heard about a two-bedroom unit in Mentone that sold for almost 30% over the top end of the advertised range leaving a number of first-home buyers walking away from that with their tail between their legs. And on the same day, just a few suburbs over in Hampton, a four-bedroom house went for a little over 20% above its price guard. Seems there's just a little bit too much pent-up demand at the moment and people willing to lean on those low interest rates to get themselves their new home. Perhaps it's an appropriate time to roll out Tom's blog, I Like Smashed Avocado Again, which I've put in the strategy piece today. In it, Tom has a look at the renting versus buying equation and how that works out financially. Though we probably do need to update the interest rate assumptions in there just a little bit. The 4% interest rate quoted is a little bit out of date now. So on to the week ahead and we have a remarkably bare corporate calendar after the chaos of the last few weeks of results. Maya has their results out on Thursday, and that is it. They are the only laggard. Everyone else is busy catching their breath and dealing with the results season fallout. It's a different picture when you look at the ex-dividend calendar, and if you're a dividend-hunting retiree, then this week is anything but quiet. We're now into one of the biggest periods of the year for income investors, too many to run through individually, but among the big ones going ex-dividend this week, we have Fortescue Metals today with their 8.4% gross yield, Horizon Holdings with a 4.9% gross yield, VGI Partners with a 4.8% gross yield, Evolution Mining with a 2.4% gross yield, and Walleys with a 2.3% gross yield, Tomorrow, we have Platinum Asset Management with a 3.6% fully franked gross yield and St. Barbara with a 2.8% fully franked. Wednesday, we have IFL with a fully franked 4.9% gross yield, Medibank Private with a fully franked 3% gross yield, Origin Energy with a fully franked 2.8% gross yield and PM Capital Global Opportunities with a 3% fully franked gross yield. Thursday, we have an absolute bumper of a day with BHP and Rio headlining. BHP has a gross yield of 3.8% fully franked, while Rio is running a fully franked 5.8% gross yield. Outside of them, we have Beacon Lighting with a 3.4% fully franked gross yield, Monadelphus with a 3% fully franked gross yield, Nine Entertainment with a 2.6% fully franked gross yield, NIB Holdings with a 2.6% fully franked gross yield, Petrol with a 3.9% fully franked gross yield, ASX with a 2.4% fully frank gross yield and Woolies with a 1.9% fully franked gross yield. That just about rounds it out for the week, although on Friday, among a couple of other smaller ones, we have Argo Global Listed Infrastructure Fund, which has a 2.4% fully franked gross yield. On the economic front this week, our main event is the RBA meeting on Tuesday, in which we are likely to see cold water thrown on the inflation fears, just as Jerome Powell did in the US last week. Locally outside of that, there is plenty going on still. Today we have the AI Group Manufacturing Index, Market Manufacturing PMI, Company Gross Profits and Business Inventories. Alongside the RBA meeting on Tuesday, we will also see the TDMI Inflation Gauge, Building Permits and Q4 Current Account. On Wednesday, we'll have Market Services PMI and the 4th Quarter GDP Growth Rate, followed by Balance of Trade and Retail Sales on Thursday, and finally AI Group Services Index on Friday. Over in the US, they have a fairly standard week. Construction spending, ISM manufacturing, employment, and market manufacturing PMI kick things off tonight. Total vehicle sales, economic optimism, Redbook, and the ISM New York index follow tomorrow night. On Wednesday, they have MBA mortgage applications, ADP employment change market services PMI and ISM non-manufacturing new orders and business activity. Thursday sees unit labour costs, non-farm productivity and the four-week average jobless claims and factory orders before they round out the week with balance of trade, consumer credit, non-farm payrolls and their unemployment rate. It's a quiet week in China, with just the in Manufacturing PMI out today and the Services PMI out on Wednesday. Japan similarly has a fairly quiet week, with their Bank Manufacturing PMI out today, the Unemployment Rate and Capital Spending tomorrow, Services PMI on Wednesday, and Consumer Confidence on Friday. Europe has Market Manufacturing PMI out tonight, followed by their Inflation Rate tomorrow, PPI and Market Services PMI on Wednesday and retail sales alongside the unemployment rate on Thursday, while the UK has mortgage lending, manufacturing PMI and net lending to individuals out tonight, services PMI and the 2021 budget on Wednesday, construction PMI on Thursday, and finally the Halifax House Price Index on Friday. And last but not least, on the Marcus Today media front this week, we have Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 in Melbourne, each morning at around 10.25 with Virginia Trioli. Marcus will be back with his strategy piece and podcast out at midday, each of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I will have my sectors weekly up on Friday as usual. Tom is doing a buy-hold-sell, which will be out in the next couple of days. Chris will be on AusBiz Friday morning in his usual slot. And Henry is on SBS News on Thursday night and has an on-the-couch podcast for you all later in the week. But unfortunately, no Ask an Analyst at the moment. So that wraps it up from me today. Hope you have a great week. I'll see you next Monday. (laughs)